This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's time. Time for Silver and Black today. To the ground game. Touchdown Las Vegas. We're breaking down the latest Raider news from on and off the field. And bringing you conversations with newsmakers and record breakers. So hold on, Raider Nation. It's time to get, get it, it on. Here's your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moulton. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Silver and Black Today podcast, an Odyssey original podcast. Guess who's back again? Alone, solo, Mo Moten joining you again. My partner and co-host, Scott Gobranson, is out with a COVID bug. Wish him well. But today, you're stuck with me again. Apparently, I didn't run the podcast into the ground. They haven't disconnected my microphone. So I'll be joining you again today on Thursday to preview the Raiders-Patriots game, but I have a lot to talk about, actually. I'm going to talk about catfishing. I know that's going to sound weird, but it'll make sense later on. Also, going to pay a special tribute later on the show. More on that. But I want to start off with the biggest news of the day. Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro back at practice. Their 21-day window has opened, and they can return or go back to IR if, they, if they're not back by January 4th. That's between week 17 and 18. So just keep in mind that just because they're back at practice doesn't mean they're going to play on Sunday against the Patriots. It just means they're eligible to come back. Josh McDaniels today said he wants to see how both of them react, their bodies, how healthy they are, their conditioning. Because that will in the end tell them if they're truly ready to come back and play football so don't get your hopes up quite yet but it is a positive sign to see them back on the practice field now a lot of people are going to say what does it matter uh the Raiders basically don't have a chance to make the make the playoffs very very slim chances as I said on Wednesday if the Raiders lose and the Miami Dolphins or Jets win or tie the Raiders are mathematically eliminated from playoff contention so that tells you how slim their chances are But that doesn't mean that you throw away the season. That doesn't mean that the season isn't important. That doesn't mean that these last four games don't matter. And I think it matters very much so for Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller, who've been out for a lot of the season. I believe they've both either played five or six games this year. So to me, from what I've seen with them on the field, the chemistry isn't quite there yet in Josh McDaniel's system. 
So Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro need to build that chemistry with Derek Carr in a new system. Uh, specifically Hunter Renfro. Um, as, I, as I said, he just didn't look like himself. Darren Waller had some drop issues, but, you know, drops can come and go with certain players. But I will start with Darren Waller, right? So the Raiders signed him to an extension. Three years, $51 million, $22 million guaranteed. Uh, Hunter Renfro already, already got his extension as well. Two years, $31.7 million, 21 guarantees. So similar in guarantees. But they're both important players to the to the offense when they're healthy. So I'll start with Waller, right? If you if you turn back the clock to 2020, Waller had 107 catches, 1,196 yards, nine touchdowns. That's a team record, topping Tim Brown for most catches in a single season for the Raiders. You want that player again, but it starts with him being healthy, and it's, and it ends with him being effective and in tune with his quarterback. Now, I will say for a guy who gets a lot of attention, a lot of targets, a lot of catches, excluding the 2020 season, he has six touchdowns in 32 games between the 2019, 2021, and 2022 season. That's just not good enough in the red zone. Now, there was a clip earlier in the year where Waller basically said that Josh, not Josh, John Gruden didn't have a red zone plan for him, and that's why his touchdowns were down. Now, as I explained in in the episode on Wednesday, Carr is part of the issue because he hasn't been making great decisions in the red zone. Again, the most intercessions since he's come in the league in 2014 among quarterbacks tied with Ryan Tannehill, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and Phillip Rivers. So Carr is part of that problem. But of course, I think Gruden not having a red zone plan exacerbated Carr's red zone issues. But that's neither here nor there, right? Let's, let's move forward and talk about looking ahead. Getting Darren Waller back on the field, I think that's the number one thing he has to work on with Carr. Red zone. Because as we all know, Devonta Adams can fill in those voids inside the 20. Devonta Adams is awesome at that. Uh, I believe he leads the league in touchdown reception. So Devonta Adams, I don't want to say he has nothing to work on, but he's not the problem there. But Darren Waller, if Darren Waller and Carr can connect inside the 20 in the red zone, I think that would elevate Carr's numbers and it would make Waller an even better pass-catching tight end. And now a lot of people consider him top three, top five pass-catching tight end already when healthy. Can you imagine if he became a, a, a touchdown machine in the red zone? It would put him maybe right behind Travis Kelsey. And a lot of people want to maybe debate Mark Andrews because he's been healthier and more effective. But if Darren Wall can contribute in the red zone, that would, that would up his level completely. So you want him back for that reason because you're – you're building for the future. It's not always about this year. As I said, forget about the playoffs in 2022. Getting Waller and Renfro back is a lot for next year. Let's build that momentum now so that next year when we get into the season, you don't have to say, okay, we got to rebuild this chemistry. You missed so much time. Now you need to use the first weeks of the season and even uh, training camp to build that back up. No, build it back now. Get those guys on the field now so that they get that rolling for the 2023 season and it works like a weld oil machine now i'll go to hunter renfro actually no i'm going to stick with darren waller because there was an interesting <laughs> someone asked me an interesting question about darren waller and his turf toe video i just want to touch on this real quick and they asked me basically what did i think of it is it a big deal now the turf toe video is the single from his album walking miracle ebay motors is here for the ride remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, 
you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And my response to the person's question on Twitter, I forgot the person's name, my apologies, but I basically said, at worst, it's tone deaf. I'm not trading down Waller for, for a video that was probably pre-planned release. He had no idea that the Raiders would crap the bed Thursday night against the Los Angeles Rams with Baker Mayfield uh, leading, the, leading the way for them, but... The, the the night that that happened, the track dropped, and a lot of people had had opinions about it. And I get it. It's not even just about the video. Because just think about your relationships with people, right? Usually when you finally go off on a person, you snap at a person, it's usually not just one thing. It's an accumulation of things. And I think that's the same goes for Darren Waller. Uh, not being healthy at training camp. A lot of people made a big deal of him being at the Padres game with Kelsey Plum. Uh, missing several games. I uh, remember he had to come out of the Chiefs game when the Raiders were absolutely handling the Chiefs early in the first half and, and lost it in the second, but we won't talk about that. And then he had some practices where he was stretching before games. I remember specifically before the Saints game, he was out in the field stretching out his hamstrings and everything. And I remember Vincent Bonsignor of the Las Vegas Review Journal saying he thinks Waller looks good enough to go. And it turns out he wasn't good enough to go. So a lot of fans are like, well, what's going on there? The next thing you know, Wall goes on IR along with Hunter Renfro. So I think accumulation of him just not being available just has fans frustrated. And the fact that that video dropped the day that the Raiders crapped the bed against the Rams just made it that much worse. But I've been on record saying this, and I'll say it again. If Darren Waller continues to battle injuries into training camp next year, which would be his third consecutive training camp dealing with injuries... I trade him to the best bid for the best bid for the best proposal because at this point as I said on the other side of 30 you don't get healthier as a player you know it usually goes downhill if you've been dealing injuries before it usually just gets worse and Waller has to be available I get he's a special player special pass catcher with his size 6'6 250 there's not a lot of players like that but what good is it if he's only on the field for about 50% of the games and you're paying him top dollar? Now, if he wasn't getting paid top dollar and you were giving him $5 million a year, fine. You know, you can ride it out with that. But you're, he's, he's arguably, the, not arguably, but in terms of average annual value, he's the highest paid tight end making $17 million per year. He should be on the field and he should be producing. So get him back on the field, get him healthy, and get him in tune with Derek Carr. Now, let's move on to Hunter Renfro. Now that when he when Josh McDaniels came over, a lot of people quickly compared Hunter Renfro to Julian Edelman and Wes Welker. You know, white wide receivers, easy comparison, right? But um, he's not that yet. Obviously, he he can be, he can produce on the level of those two wide receivers, but it's going to take time. I remember there was a uh, mailbag question. A woman in California asked Scott and I, "What's going on with Hunter Renfro?" 
And I answered and I said, he has to get used to the system. It, I know Hunter Renfro doesn't look like a young guy. I'm just joking here. But it is his first time in a new system. John Gruden drafted him. Now you're going into, I know they had Greg Olsen there because John Gruden had to resign, whatever. But it's still pretty much in the same system with Olsen and Gruden running similar things. But now he's in a new system under Josh McDaniels, so everyone's going through the learning process. So I think that's part of the reason why he looks shaky. He's not a 10-year veteran. He's only been in the league since 2019, so you got to give him time to adjust. Why I want him back on the field is because I want him to be able to work on his ball security. He's had a couple of games now over the past year where he's had two fumbles in the same game. Week 14 last year against the Browns, and we all remember week two against the Cardinals because... One of those fumbles resulted in a touchdown in overtime that led Arizona Cardinals to a victory. So he's got to work on his ball security. He fumbles a lot, but he doesn't lose a lot of fumbles. And, and, and I pointed that out when it happened against the Cardinals that Hunter Renfro, if you watched him over the past three, three years, he's had a lot of fumbles. But fortunately, the Rays have been able to recover those fumbles. It just so happened now it started to pop up that the other team is recovering those fumbles. So now it becomes a big deal. But he's always had these ball security issues. Now, a lot of people say he needs to bulk up a little bit. I would agree with that. He's, he's listed at 5'10", 185 pounds. And he's a receiver that goes over the middle, gets these third downs, gets hit by linebackers and safeties. He's going to have the bulk up to be able to absorb those hits so defenders don't jar, jar the ball loose. So because of his role, and he's also involved with special teams, because of his role, He's got to be a little bit stronger, and he's got to work on his ball security. That has to be the main thing he works on for the rest of the season. If he comes back to play, if he comes back to play, or even on the offseason, work on your ball security issues. I remember Josh McDaniels pointed that out with Josh Jacobs, that he had some ball security issues, and he didn't have nearly as many fumbles as, as Hunter Renfro. And I know Josh Jacobs recently had a fumble, but for the most part, he's been steady with that. And I think he needs Hunter Renfro needs to... Top, tap Josh Jacobs on the shoulder and ask him, like, what did you do to improve your ball security? Because I need to do the same. Uh, the other thing is not so much what Hunter Renfro needs to do, but what Josh McDaniels needs to do. And I think he needs to let Hunter Renfro freelance a bit. Let him run his double China routes. He's been praised for his route running. Let him do his thing. Cause I, I remember one of our mailbag uh, questions raised the point that Hunter Renfro wasn't quite comfortable when he first came to the league because he had to learn how to do things his way and Gruden had to let him do certain things his way. Now he had to work within the system but as far as his route running Gruden gave him some freelance power to not do what he wants but to kind of add his spice to certain things. I think Josh McDaniels should do the same and if he does that I'm not saying Renfro will all of a sudden be Julian Edelman or Wes Welker but he'll be a lot better than he was before he got hurt. Again, only 21 catches for 192 yards, 9.1 yards per catch. That's a career low for him, and zero touchdowns. So something going on there, he has to adjust, and also the coach staff has to adjust to him. So again, it's good to see Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller back. Hopefully they get to take the field for two three games before the season ends because they need to build that momentum going into the next season. I'm going to step aside, and next... We're going to talk about catfishing. Yes, this, this is dating mixed with football. It all makes sense. Just give me a second. I'm going to step aside. Be right back. <laughs> 